Mama's Pantry, Mama's Pantry, Mama's Pantry. Welcome to episode 19. This is really exciting for me because we are going under construction. We're almost done, and I've been waiting for all this work to get done before I unveil some of the new equipment that we have, a few of our guest co-hosts that we'll be sharing in some of the episodes, some of the new features that we have inside the pantry. Uh, Mama's pantry has gotten much bigger. We even have space for a studio audience, which is not here right now, but we will be having some small studio audience joining us because of the new Delta variant, and we'll get into that a little more in this episode later on, but because of that, the studio audience that we are going to have participate in this episode is going to be much smaller than it normally would. So we want to make sure that we can still keep the distance and wear our masks if necessary. Although with the space in here, I'm not sure that's really going to be required. We also, of course, are doing the rapid antigen test on everybody that comes into Mama's Pantry now and into the near and distant future. (laughs) Because I don't think this baby's going anywhere. But again, we'll talk about that more later on. I just wanted to let you know that this is just going to be a fun ride. Everything that you hear is for your entertainment. I'm hoping that you're going to laugh a lot and enjoy just the fun of it. We're going to play around, and some of it's going to sound terrible. In fact, (laughs) you're going to hear the intro for episode 19 coming up right after this. I thought I'd give you guys just a regular run-through. We are going to have some of our standard segments like meat and potatoes, where we're going to talk about self-care and mental health. We're going to have sweet treats, where we're going to talk about a couple cute things that are happening inside Mama's Pantry that we just want to get more into the details about. And we're going to have some snack time where the co-hosts, the guest co-hosts that are here today will be joining us. And although I hadn't thought about having them in the meat and potato segment, they may be joining us as they heard some of what I was going to say and they are looking forward to adding their little bits and pieces. So let's get right into it. Thank you so much for being here. I'm here for you and I appreciate you coming back for me. Welcome. Welcome to Mama's Pantry, episode 19. Thanks for coming. Let's get started now. Okay, 
so like I said, I'm going to keep some of the format of the past episodes and we're going to have meat and potatoes because one of the things I really want to talk to you guys about is mental health and how important it needs to be, or I believe it needs to be in our daily life. And I think when we talk about mental health, a lot of people's eyes glass over and unless you've experienced some kind of actual diagnosis, you maybe don't really understand what is being said when we're talking about mental health. But I believe that mental health is sort of the umbrella that covers all of the other health aspects of our life, our emotional health, our physical health, and the health of our overall life. So um, whatever it is that we want to progress in in our life or we want to achieve in our life, I think although it's very important that our physical well-being be concentrated on and that we are conscientious of you know how our physical health is and how our emotional health is i think that all of that falls under the umbrella of mental health and so i think for me it's important to start to work on tricks and tips and new activities that feed my mental health and hopefully you guys are going to glean some kind of information from this or take on some of the tips and um, have a good effect in your own life from them. So let's get into it. When I'm talking about um, mental health, I think that um, obviously how you're feeling inside your head is really affecting what you're seeing with your eyes, what you're hearing with your ears, and how satisfactory life overall is in all those ways. So, what are some of the things we can do? What are some of the things I do to interrupt some of the negative uh, mental thoughts and patterns that I have and that all of us have? There's nobody that is free of this. Let me just say that again. There is no one who is free of having some element of mental health that they need to work on and focus on and um, keep in their daily routine. So some people, it's even more important. Some people have practiced it for so long that it's routine for them and it doesn't seem like they struggle with it. But let me promise you, Everyone struggles with mental health issues. Everyone. To one degree or another. Everyone. No one, as successful as they may seem, escapes this issue. Okay? And again, I think because our mental health is actually the skin that covers everything else. So, negative thoughts which, you know, negative um, mantras, negative thought patterns that we get into, right? Like if we get upset in traffic, there's a whole pattern of negativity that has followed that thought, that issue, that incident. And it, it just, you drive it like an old car. It's like, <laughs> it, it's comfortable and you've done it so many times. It's a routine a mental routine so 
one of the things I think when dealing with our mental routines, our negative mantras that, you know, the some people say, quote unquote, the, the tapes in our head, the voices in our head, without it actually being a significant voice. But those things, those thought patterns that we have, that we've developed and have a routine in, it's so much harder to think of eliminating that because it's been such a part of us. And so that hurdle, when people are faced with it, they well, they, they don't do it. It seems insurmountable. And in fact, I believe it's, it, it, it's a perspective that is overwhelming and, and slightly insurmountable. I don't think that it's a matter of stopping those negative thoughts. Okay, especially if they've been part and parcel of your existence, right? Depending on whatever experiences you've had on your life. Valid, I'm sure. But let's talk about instead of erasing those thoughts or trying to stop those thoughts, we're going to interrupt them. So in the same way when you're driving on the freeway and there's on and off that's sort of how our, we're going to think about our thoughts in our minds. And those, those negative loops, those um, negative thoughts as cars that are on a freeway, on a looping freeway. And there's on-ramps and off-ramps. And what we're going to do is when we, well, first thing to do is to be aware that you're in a loop. <laughs> right? They, be aware of those cars driving around in your head. Those negative cars whether it's your mom's voice or a boss that, you know, just really resonated for you, some negative impact or a school experience or a boyfriend or a husband or an ex-husband, maybe a child, um, whatever it is, whoever it is, who's helped to implant and develop that negative pattern. We're going to recognize that. That's the first step. We're going to say, okay, hey, there's that car. Like, I know that yellow sports car anywhere. That's my mom telling me, you know, you need to worry about how you look and how the world perceives you and less about what is driving you personally or whatever it may be for you personally or individually. But so recognizing that. And then we're going to get into introducing new cars onto that loop. On, we're going to use those on-ramps and off-ramps. And we're going to start putting in, instead of trying to keep those negative cars from being on the road, we're going to introduce things that slow those thoughts down or interrupt them. So once we are aware of them, now when we have that thought, we're going to, that thought pattern, that thought loop, we're going to introduce other thoughts. Even if it's a word, or a set of words. Um, and, and this will take a little bit of kind of recognizing yourself and what words are powerful for you. Um, and think about it as not for yourself, but put yourself outside of you. Maybe you're your own, maybe you're your own child. Maybe you're, you know, a, a, a two-dimensional two you. And you're going to be kind and gentle with you. And so the words that you're going to use or the, 
or the set of words that you're going to use to interrupt those negative thought patterns, you're going to have to ask that part of you what those are and what is going to work for you personally. Whatever that is, we're going to start injecting that into those thoughts, into that loop. Now, this is not a magic pill. This is not even maybe going to feel super effective right away. Here's two things I want to say to that. One, you're worth more than this being a one-time shot try at getting control of your mind and emotions and life. You're worth more, and if it doesn't work right away or it doesn't feel like it's sticking, you're worth investing more into this endeavor. Secondly, nothing that we do well ever came quickly or ever came without a set of steps that we followed. So, although this may not change your life right away, the idea is that you're going to do this often as you can, as long as you can, and eventually that loop of negativity is going to be filled with so many positive other cars, right? that the negative cars are going to have to use those off-ramps and get the fuck out of there. So, that's a little piece of one of the things you can do. And we can dig down into more details as to what those thoughts might be. But again, it's really about taking a moment or two or three or four or five or thousand and knowing without telling anybody, without, just between you and the wall, what is it that matters to you? What is it that motivates you? What is it that you love, you like, whatever that is? And find those key words that will remind you of those things, whether it's accomplishments or desires or imagination, whatever, whatever the place it is you draw from you use those words and you just start interrupting those negative loops so that's one tip let me give you a little food for thought as well you don't have to be perfect to be exactly what you need for you What the hell does that mean? Okay. It means that we don't always have to do things right. In fact, if you were a baby and you were learning any of the skills that you have mastered now, like putting your clothes on or shitting in the toilet or eating food, you were not good at that. In fact, it was a struggle. And sometimes you didn't make it. You shit your pants. Sometimes you missed your mouth and you went in your eye. You know, sometimes when you're learning to crawl or walk, you fell and it hurt. You might have even, you know, scraped your head or broken a a collarbone. Gosh forbid. It happens. It happens. (laughs) But why do we give the allowance of that kind of stumble to ourselves when we're little 
and learning. And yet, as we continue learning as adults, we don't give ourselves those same allowances. Well, darn it, I'm telling you, you do not have to be perfect, okay? You can struggle and you can take a few steps back sometimes. And I know it's frustrating and I know that it's hard to feel positive, but again, we're gonna interrupt those negative thoughts and we're gonna stick some good shit in there good thoughts some positive thoughts it can be simplistic it can be complex but we're gonna do it it's important you're worth it this matters this matters and it doesn't need to be something that you master right away I just want you to practice if you can because I'm doing it and I'm not perfect it's in the last few weeks I have really been struggling with managing my emotions and my energy level to accomplish and set forth on all the things that I want to be doing. I got all this new equipment. I have all these fun ideas for the podcast, but I also have a lot of schooling that I'm trying to get done and deadlines that are coming up fast and expectations of myself that I'm going to be successful in these new endeavors, whether it's this new career path or, um, bringing my family into, you know, um, more successful steps in our life and, and, and helping my adult daughters. I mean, it's, it's just every, the complications of having a three and a half year old, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a struggle. And, you know, there are no golden pills that will take all this away. What it is, is finding these little tricks and tips and ideas and seeing in what ways little or big that we can implement them into our daily life all right one of the things um you know i've talked about blowing bubbles and being silly um, i'm not sure if i've really explained how important it is to let yourself be silly to let yourself laugh freely to let go and not worry about how funny you might be looking when you're laughing wholeheartedly or worrying about if you play this song really loud because you really want to, it's going to affect somebody badly. We're talking about three, five, maybe ten minutes in your day when it's for you. You. The you you were when you were eight. The you you were when you were 15. The you you were when you were five. I want you to play. It, it, it doesn't have to be outside. It doesn't have to be with other people. Um, but let's figure out some ways to do it. And let's get it done. Okay? Now, let's get back to some fun parts of this podcast because I've got a lot of toys that I'm still figuring out how to play. I told you guys there's a lot of constructions. We've got a studio audience. We've got reporters from all corners of the globe. I'm going to have um, one of those reporters are, are, might be making a guest appearance actually inside, uh, physically inside the uh, pantry for this episode. But if not, we're going to have guest host in the future on many of the future episodes we're still going to keep the um these are the people in our neighborhood segment coming 
Uh, although we've had a delay with that for many, many, many reasons, mostly scheduling and this new Delta variant that's flying around, things have had to be put off a little further than others. I hope you guys are all bearing with that as well as you can be. We will get all your fun and all your segments covered in one way or another. So we will have a recipe that uh, it's egg rolls that I got from um, one of my classmates in some workshops that I've been doing in the last few weeks. Her name is Susanna. And I'm so lucky to have gotten this recipe from her. And she uh, hasn't shared a story about it, but I do know a small detail um, that her husband has really touted how well she has done. This is a family recipe, I believe, from his mother, and, and she knocked it out of the park. So I think this is a safe recipe that you guys can all do at home, and I will share that at the end. Thank you so much for being here. We've got a few more segments, and then we'll see you at episode 20, baby. Okay, with all the changes going on in Mama's pantry, with the construction, the new equipment, the special guest hosts that we have lined up for future episodes, we even have reporters stationed in different places around the globe. And where they are is going to change according to the stories that are in the news right now today. So for this episode, we've got somebody in Afghanistan, we've got somebody in Florida, and we've got somebody reporting from Antarctica. So here it is. Without further ado, enjoy. Live from Afghanistan, we have a reporter, Ahmed, who has been helping me. Ahmed, are you there? Can you hear me, Ahmed? Ahmed! Oh, no, what's happening, Ahmed? Ahmed! Okay, uh, we're going to come back to Ahmed in just a moment. We're having some problems. Hopefully, we're going to get that report on Afghanistan as soon as possible. Gosh, I hope he's okay. Live from Daytona, Florida, we have, I believe it's... Is it Daryl? Yes, we have Daryl who works for the school board. Yeah, works for the school board in Daytona, Florida. Uh, Daryl, are you there? Oh, uh, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, Daryl, I can. I can hear you. Are is everything okay? Oh, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to use that for my intro. Um, yeah, I'm straight here from Daytona, Florida. Uh, I work in the school district of Daytona, and we are having right now a meeting of the minds, if you will, to talk about old Governor 
DeSantis, okay? And nobody's happy with this guy, okay? Uh, well, maybe some people are, but they have red shirts on. You feel me? Oh, let's groove to it. Mmm, 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 mmm. Okay, uh, you know what, Daryl? Why don't you, you seem like maybe you don't actually have the story ready for us. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to come back to you as well. Um, let's see who else we have waiting for us to give us a report from around the world here in Mama's Pantry. Okay, live from Antarctica, we have Felicia. She's coming in. Now, she's warned us all to be really cognizant that her voice is going to sound really different due to the cold. Um, it really it shrinks the um, vocal cords, which leaves her at a much higher pitch. Please excuse it, and let's just listen to what she has to say. Hey, Felicia, are you there, sweetheart? Are you there? Hello? Hey, oh my god, it's super cold here. Um, look, I'm just here. I'm, thank you so much, Tara, for letting me come in the pantry, even though it's virtual. Um, here in, in the Antarctic, um, we are d really experiencing a warm front. I mean, I'm super cold, and like, it's still really, really cold, but it's a little bit warmer than it has been. So, that in mind, we've been doing a really fun slip and slide! <laughs> what? A sl uh, Felicia, did you say a slip and slide, honey? That uh, or is that what we're paying you to do, huh? I'm not sure. A slip inside is really what we had in mind. Let me come back to you. You seem like you're uh, busy, okay? Okay, leftovers. You guys are familiar with the podcast. You're familiar with this portion. It's where I take the time to add anything I had forgotten in a segment or just tell you something I made a mistake on and clarify it. For this leftovers, I just wanted to say when it comes to the mental health, there's one other thing I really wanted you guys to keep in mind. Another saying that we only have now this moment you know I, I'm sure you've heard the saying the future is never promised the past is behind you and really if you could focus on even just this moment and getting through this moment right now you're moving forward you're doing it so give yourself a pat on the back every time you take a step, whether it's backwards, sideways, in a circle. If you're moving, you're doing it. Also, I wanted to put into this leftovers the fact that I wanted to add a lot more in this episode, but it's taking me forever to publish. And I really am trying to keep a weekly routine of publishing this podcast. So in the efforts of trying to complete that goal I'm going to go ahead and just put this out even though frankly it's incomplete so there you go I hope you enjoyed the recipe and I want to say again 
Thank you, Susanna, so much for sharing. If you happen to listen to this episode, and I hope you do, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, recipe time. Here we go. Susie's egg roll recipe. I'm going to give it to you guys exactly how I got it from Susie. And let me just say, these egg rolls are delicious. Okay, we're going to start with the ingredients. We have two teaspoons of vegetable oil, one pound ground pork. Obviously, if you decide you want to have some other meat ground, uh, you should go ahead and do that. And also if you want to make a meatless, I would imagine you could brown some mushrooms uh, or some other, maybe even tofu to give you some more substance in, in these egg rolls if you decide you want to omit the meat. Let's continue. Salt and pepper to taste. A quarter teaspoon of Chinese five spice. A quarter teaspoon of garlic powder quarter teaspoon of sesame seeds. These are optional. One and a half teaspoons of minced garlic. One teaspoon minced ginger. Fresh makes it taste better, but jarred is fine. Three cups of coleslaw mix. Susie uses uh, this because it's easier than chopping everything. And as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I love semi-homemade recipes more than any other recipe just because it's nice to have a little help here and there to make things a little easier, a little quicker. And so for this, the three cups of coleslaw mix, but if you would prefer to use the individual vegetables and cut them um, themselves individually, feel free to do so. We now continue with a quarter cup of sliced green onions, two tablespoons of soy sauce, one teaspoon of toasted sesame oil, sesame seed oil, 12 egg roll wrappers, You can get these in any grocery store in the uh, international aisle. They will have those. And if you're not sure, you know, um, go online and look it up in the grocery store and it'll tell you which aisle to find it specifically in. Uh, One egg beaten. This is for the egg roll wrappers. This is to make the wrappers stick um, together so that they don't unravel uh, as you uh, go to cook them and two and a half uh, two to three inches rather of vegetable oil for the pot so whatever that equals in your pot um, that may be a couple tablespoons maybe three tablespoons so just so it equals about two to three inches of vegetable oil in your pot now for the directions 10 easy directions let's go for it Heat the two teaspoons of vegetable oil in a large pan over a medium-high heat. Add the ground pork and season with the salt and pepper. Make sure the pork is broken up into small pieces. Once it is browned, add the garlic and ginger. And this is because, remember, when you're browning meat, if you add the spices prior to it being cooked or browned, you have a risk of burning those spices and then you don't really get the fullness of those spices. So 
and you get a little bit of a burnt taste. So anyhow, <laughs> number three, stir in the coleslaw mix, green onions, Chinese five spice seasoning, and garlic powder seasoning. Cook until the cabbage is wilted. It takes about five minutes for this to occur. Number four, stir in the soy sauce and sesame oil and remove the mix from the stove. Drain any excess oil in the strainer. Number six, transfer the bowl and put in the refrigerator for a minimum of one hour. The longer it sits in the refrigerator and those flavors can mingle and, and, and meet each other and, and, and commiserate, the better the flavor will be. So the longer, the better that it sits. So even if you wanted to do this for the next day's meal, you could always make this up the night before um, as part of your routine. If you do your lunches at night or while you're making your dinner for that evening, you, can maybe make this ahead of time let it sit in there and then the next day go ahead and actually uh, put the egg rolls together and cook them so let's get to number seven once the mix is cooled down to your liking spoon approximately three to four tablespoons of filling into each egg roll wrapper and fold accordingly to package directions use the beaten egg to seal the edges of the wrappers as you go. Number eight, pour two or three inches of oil into a deep pot. I used cast iron. I have a ceramic coated cast iron um, that I used and it was great. And I used, it was mm, about a third of a cup of oil uh, to make it reach about two to three inches in my pot so heat the oil to at least 350 degrees fry two egg rolls at a time if you use a dutch oven you can do three or four at a time and that's what i did uh, turn the egg rolls occasionally until browned all over this usually takes about three to five minutes and you don't want to overcrowd your pot with the egg rolls we want those to have plenty of room for the heat to dance and the oil to dance all around each and every one of of those egg rolls in your pot so don't overfill your pot um, after the egg rolls are browned it's three to five minutes we're gonna drain on a cooling rack with a cutting board and paper towels below to keep that grease from hitting your counter and if you don't use a cooking rack, you can drain directly on paper towels. Now, also a little caveat to this recipe, I have an air fryer, lots of people do, not to sound like a, I don't know, like I'm boasting, but it is a great thing. I got it for my birthday and it was a wonderful gift and I have loved using it because I don't really like frying things in oil if I can avoid it. Although this oil is not reaching really high temperatures at 350 degrees, so you're probably okay not having to have an air, air fryer to do it. Um, as much as I, you know, can avoid frying in oil, I do. So, but either way, these egg rolls are delish. Bon appétit